Good morning, good morning, and welcome to Your Voice, Your Power. I am Anika Wilson, and today we have three special guests. We are going to start off first with Miss Stephanie Michelle. Stephanie Michelle, welcome, and please tell us what it is that you do and what makes you different than everybody else that does what you do. Good morning, everyone. I'm Stephanie Michelle. But first, let me say thank you, Anika, for having this platform for so many women to have a chance to sit and listen and um, be empowered and to grow. So with that, I'm Stephanie Michelle, personal stylist and style coach based here in Dallas. Um, it's very interesting. I ended up in this spot. I've been a stylist since a child, literally about 12 years old, literally styling um adults for weddings for events and um being a first generation child here in america my background was always based on a family saying you should have a career um that is sustainable and transferable and things like that so since a lot of my family members were nurses or worked in healthcare or uh, and my personality was always trying to empower and help. All I could think of was being a uh, nurse. But let me tell you, the whole time being a nurse, I was still styling people on the side. I went 20 years in working in my field, and it got to a point where I was going to become patient. I couldn't let those walls hold me back anymore. Um, God gave me a gift. He gave me a voice. And my voice was literally through style. Now, other people see it as just clothes, but style to me has nothing to do with just clothes. It's an inner person. When I sit and coach my clients, I go from inside out. We work on the whole being. Now, as a personal stylist, I will get you dressed and get you ready for your events or your speaking engagements or whatever it is that you're hiring me for. But as your style coach, we go deep. We go deep. And I am not your average stylist because I don't just care what I care about what's on the outside. I want to know that my client is walking out there knowing that she is empowered. I want her to know that she is fierce. She has a story. She has a platform. That platform could be the sidewalk. That platform could be church. That could be on her podcast. That could be anywhere she is. That's her platform. You may get that one chance to be on that platform and you don't know how many eyes are watching you. You don't know how many ears are listening to you. You don't know who you're going to inspire. You don't know who you're going to empower. You don't know what's going on on a day-to-day -day basis. So you just got to be ready for it internally. I help you show it on the outside. So with that, that's me, Stephanie Michelle, personal stylist and style coach. And that's what makes me completely different. But I do admire a lot of different stylists who um, inspired me. Now, you mentioned something about women's voices and style. Can you tell me what you think or how you think that a woman's style can impact their voice? The correlation, I guess, is what I'm asking. Okay, that's, well, I won't say that's easy because it's a process. On a day-to-day -day basis, when you go out, it could be anywhere. A lot of times you have four seconds to make an impression. Um, so a lot of times your voice is actually seen before it's actually heard. Let me use an example. I get ladies ready. I had a client that I got ready for a TED talk. 
Now, before this TED talk, I already knew everything about her as far as information goes. This woman is, I'm one of those people that look at her like this because she has so much information. But here was the problem. People couldn't really hear her because she didn't set herself up visually to be heard. So if you only have that one opportunity, that major opportunity to impact someone, why not present a complete package? Let them see and get ready for the power that's about to come out of your mouth. Because that, I can't help that. that. That's something that's given to you. That, that information, that power, that's in you. I just want you to have that complete package so that when you step out there, you're ready. You're on go. I want you on go at all times. My programs are called Power of Style. They're called Power of Style because there is so much power to your style. And we break down every element of it, starting with who you are. I don't care about what you do. What you do is what you do. I care about the I am. I care about who you are. That's the portion um, that needs to be conveyed on a regular basis for women. And would you say that it's fair to say that people actually judge by your style, despite how much we talk about the need to not judge? But would you say, you know, for somebody that you know that's powerful, that even, you know, like you said, speaking or doing something like that, that the first impression, as you said, in four seconds, somebody basically judges, makes a decision of what this person is and what they may stand for in that amount of time. So would you say that it's safe to say, especially as a woman in business, that it's important to have your style on point? I'm going to say 80% of the time, <laughs> women have their style <laughs> on point. I'm laughing because sometimes you just don't really care. You just really, <laughs> you just really care less what you look like. But I'm just going to be honest. If we're in a very odd society. On one hand, we teach our children, don't judge. And then on the other hand, you spend your entire day internally judging. You go into a bank, you're looking around to see who looks odd. Do I need to run out of this bank? Do I need to grab my purse? Do I need to grab my chair? You're constantly judging. But here's the thing, it's the type of judging that you're doing that makes a difference. When I see a woman in my head, every woman has a story. I don't know what that is. What if today her story was, I'm tired, I don't care, I just need to handle what I need to handle right now. I guarantee you she's dressed for that story right then. I don't need to know her story. She has a story. I don't know what it is. But at that moment, the story that you're giving to the public is, I don't care. And guess what? That's book, chapter, and verse. What else can I say? For me, I personally love to get dressed up everywhere. I can be buying gum. I'm dressing up for it. That's just my story. <laughs> you know, I don't, it makes no difference. Um, and I'm not trying to outdo anybody. I'm not trying to make somebody else look bad or um, that's just, it's just me. I, I love it. I like it. Um, you know, my kids, I have four, I have four kids and they're, 18, so it'd be 19, 16, 14, and a three-year-old. And the first two are girls. Those girls almost could care less sometimes what they have on. It almost drives me insane. But at the same time, you know what? I'm like, what story are you telling, ladies? 
and they'll tell me, and I'm like, okay, well, then I guess you're dressed for it. Let's go. You know, I'm teaching them that, you know, you will be judged. But who cares? I don't, I'm not, I'm not we, we don't need to be worried about what people are judging us about, but you will, you are judged on a regular basis. Just know that. What you said is really important, though, because you said that you're telling a story, and that's so true. Um, because I'm I'm one of those type of people that was always didn't care. You know, I'm 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 comfortable first. If my feet are hurting, then I'm not I'm not the same person, and you don't want to deal with me. So you know, I'm good right. with Nikes, and I'll I'll even wear a skirt with some Nikes, but I need my Nikes. But what you said is important like because you said that even you know. What I'm really thinking in my head as a mental wellness coach is that when you do show up and you do look good, you feel good. And there are days when I have to dress up to make myself feel better internally. And so, you know, I'm, I'm looking at it that way. The importance of what you're saying, because it really is true. A lot of people that suffer from depression and things like that who have a hard time taking a shower or getting dressed or feeling pretty. When you do get up and you do get dressed and you do show up, it does change you sometimes from the outside in. Because if you can't get it from the inside out, the outside in does make a big difference. So what you're saying is extremely important. And I, I definitely, it hits home for me. Um, Benita, did you have something to say? No, I think I pretty much almost agree with everything. And I really like what you have to say. Um, I've got similar to you, I've got a daughter who's 16, um, but it's almost <laughs> the reverse of you because she's always dressed up. I've always got like plain nails and you know, you can see I've probably got no makeup on, but, uh, and I'm just exactly very close to what Anika is, you know, I am who I am and people can, you know, think what they want to think. And there's certain times when I do have to, you know, I was uh, presenting at a show for three days last week. So, you know, I make an effort and then I dress according to what the theme is and what's required and what, what impression I want to create then, right? And usually right. the impression that I do want to create is I'm just myself and I want to be comfortable and I want to be heard for who I am. Otherwise, you know, I don't, I don't care. Um, but my daughter, um, she's got fake nails. She's got eyelashes. She's got uh, the whole thing going about two hours to go buy burgers. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I, I love it. And I am totally comfortable with that because that's her story. You know, I mean, people do say to me very often, uh, you know, um, she's 16 and, you know, typically in my tradition or my culture with Indians, you know, it's not quite cool to be dressed up that much because you're supposed to be more homely. And I don't mind any of that because I'm just like, let her do her thing. You know, if she's happy with it, then that's her business, you know, um, so be cool. So her makeup is uh, more expensive than mine. Uh, and I'm totally fine <laughs> for that. So I don't take it as a personal, I, I agree with what you're saying, Stephanie. I mean, it absolutely... Um, your point rings home is that, you know, it is your story. You carry it with pride. So if it makes her feel happy, she does it. It's totally cool. You know, um, some days I do want to dress up. I model sometimes, you know, um, if I do feel that, you know, if I do want to, you know, turn up for a show, I will put on my heels. I'll put on, you know, I will dress up. Annika, to your point, you know, when you do all of that, you suddenly feel more glam. You feel good about yourself. When I, when I have a date, you know, I'm, I'm kind of, uh, I'm, I'm divorced. But when I have a date, if I go out, you know, it, I make an effort. You know, sometimes people are just like, why have you dressed up today? Something important. I'm just like, no, because I feel like. So it's all a case of what I feel like internally then I project that externally as well like literally right now I've come in from work and uh, I have to after this go and collect my son so I'm you know I, that's how I am and that's who I am so I totally agree with you but hats off to you I do like your style personally as well it's pretty cool thank you thank you okay Benita you can go ahead and tell us about yourself and what it is that you yeah. 
So with myself, uh, I think I do quite a few things, to be honest. So um, I haven't uh, really pitched to say, okay, this is the one that I'm going to cover. So I'll give you a blanket view of, you know, who I am as a person. And then we can go into, you know, what I specifically do. So as a person, I'm pretty much, if you imagine, uh, as my phone cover shows, and I'll show you over here, it says queen. So I me, like it. <laughs> queen of, and people say, you know, is this queen as in the music group or is it the queen? Because I live in London. So they do think, is it, you know, you're talking about Queen Elizabeth or whatever and I'm just like no this is me I am the queen of my life and uh, that's all that it means and uh, yeah I mean other than that uh, what I do people people who've coached me in the past and all their reflection of me is like I'm I'm like a tigress uh, and they see me kind of you know just doing my own thing Uh, they say we see like a tiger in the you know, in the corporate jungle, kind of roaming around, seeing, like to your point, Anika, maybe, you know, like, uh, oh, Stephanie, when you said when you were a nurse and you know you can do it anymore. So I do a few things and I totally enjoy them all. So I have a corporate job. I work at a bank um, in, you know, my regular daytime. And then other than that, I've started my business. So you had me as the, the founder or the creator of uh, Sirovi Imports, which is an import company that I've started. Okay. So C stands for Sia, my daughter. Ro stands for Rocco, my son. And B stands for Benita. So that's kind of a combination of these uh, We do want to import stuff from India, like me, actually. Um, I want to start that little business of is trying to connect. Um, I'm mostly about, you know, global connectivity. So it really matters to me that I am myself from India. I understand traditional Indian cooking and I understand, you know, the value of eating home-cooked food and everything. And then I live in London. Um, so my children usually eat uh, pizzas and stuff, <laughs> although my son eats more Indian. <laughs> more more western but it's that combination that i'm trying to bring to say okay i want to start something on my own so it's not i'm not passionate particularly and i'm being honest here i'm not particularly passionate about food i'm passionate about health and well-being i'm passionate about you know giving your body the best that you can you know in every way so i run uh, i ran the london marathon last year i exercise uh, pretty much you know uh, every day so uh, i thought as a part of that you know i want to diversify what i do i want to have a corporate job i want to have my business so i do that Uh, i really help with uh, i've I've only started the business so people are really loving uh, what i'm creating in terms of you know bringing out the indian uh, healthy uh, lifestyle to people um, in in the uk so that's another thing i do besides that i blog so i've got my website vinitaramtree.com where i write my articles regularly i wrote a book two years ago so that's there as well it's on amazon as well so that's uh, that's more about financial services because i work in the bank obviously so i wrote about that which is uh, again but not a very heavy finance book it's more about culture And I think we're all in the same mindset of, you know, that positivity about saying, okay, if we want to fix something, we want to do something right, we've got a good way to do it. To your point, uh, as you're making, you know, it's not about, you know, just looking good to to feel ridiculous inside, but it's about projecting how you're feeling inside, bringing that out to the world. So I think we're all, we're all on that same page about saying you have to feel good inside and then be, be sure to put your best foot forward. And I, and I probably just extend my personality into also being then fearless because I just go ahead and do what I want. You know, people say, okay, what if the business doesn't succeed? I say, okay, fine. I'll shut it. You know, it's fine. If I don't, if I don't feel like I want to do it, fine. You know, I write a book because I want to write a book. So I just have, um, they say it to me, my friends say to me, like when you have something in your mind, you put all your energy into it and you go out and just go get, go do it. So that's just me. So right now I'm into the business mode. Um, some other month I might be in some other mode (laughs) but yeah that's a bit about me 
I love that because what you're saying is that, yes, I know about multiple things. And for a lot of people, they like to streamline and make it one thing or two things, but you don't have to. And it's okay that if you know multiple things that you have multiple gifts that you can share with the world. And here you are talking about business, finance, working your day job. You know, you're like, I like working my day job and doing my thing. Oh, by the way, I wrote a book. Don't worry about it. You know, I just did that on the side, you know, and you're modest about it, but that's the reality. And that's what I want women to hear is that you don't have to dummy down. You don't have to simplify. A lot of people say that, and I don't agree because I'm all over the place. And everybody says, Anika, you need to narrow it down. Why? Who says, why do I have to narrow it down when I have this idea and this idea and this idea, and I can have that. I have a right to have multiple ideas or I have a right to change my mind. And a lot of times people like to tell us that that's not okay. Well, I'm sorry, I'm gonna write my own book then and my own rules because it is okay. So please tell us the name of your book and you said it's on Amazon, but tell us the name of it and what it's about. Thank you. So um, I think, uh, totally, first of all, I couldn't agree with you more. It is, you know, who's anyone to tell me what I'm supposed to, not supposed to do? Because like you said, I want to write it. I will write it. I will do what I want to do, you know? That's right. Um, so, and, and also a lot of times when people say something, I always go back to saying, who are you to be telling me that, first of all? So I usually don't take anything from, uh, um, you know, um, people to say okay because i'm um you know obviously we have respect for parents and all of that i totally agree but usually they don't even they are just like you know you carry on do what you're doing um so that's all good so in my book my book is called c tunes so the way you have itunes it has just a c instead of i and there's a hyphen so c tunes which basically it is a conduct um and uh, i i'm sure you know with the americas as well and with the uk you've probably seen it's about the financial crisis of 2008 and just after that there was a lot of uh, you know fines and over fines for the banks and you know, to say all bankers are bad and you know this is a ridiculous industry um so you know people were almost ashamed or embarrassed of working in the banks so my book is about the fact that okay we think this sector has been really bad you know which is seven percent of the entire population so to speak so my point is about you know saying we can't say seven percent of the entire world is ridiculously horrible people you know just because i work there don't become a bad person and if you want to really fix it there's a good way about fixing it you know nobody feels encouraged to say okay i'm going to go back to this workplace where i'm even embarrassed to tell someone that i work there you know so you know hold your head in pride just because five people might have done something wrong doesn't make everyone bad and we do want to fix it but there's a right way to fix it and there's a wrong way to fix it so i've called it c tunes more to say that the more we keep talking about conduct and conduct and conduct c stands for conduct we will tune people out because when you just keep going on about it keep going on about it then you know it's like your children if you say sit at the table sit at the table sit at the table you know eat your food eat your food then they just get tuned out because they've heard it all the time so much you know so i'm just trying to maybe say it you know that i agree with everything but let's do it properly and let's do it in a way that sticks because uh you know uh, at that point when i wrote it about two years ago you know every every time you picked up the newspaper you would hear you know five million fine and six million fine and 20 million fine so i was just trying to say well that is not a viable way to to really fix things and let's look at it properly so that's what my book was about that's amazing ladies do you guys have any comments for vanita stephanie you're on mute Mute myself. Trying to unmute myself. I, I want to say I like how Vanita uh, mentioned you can be in many spaces. You know, we can do exactly what we wanted. And Anika, you mentioned um, I can do what I want. And I like that because women have to know that 
we have different thoughts and ideas and sometimes they're not in just one space. It could be in health, it could be in marriage, it could be about sex and you have information in all of those areas. So just to say, oh, you can only do one thing. That's one of those things that um, helped to pigeonhole me so long in a space that I no longer needed to be in. I loved being, being a nurse but who I was, was a person that loved to um, empower, inspire, to teach. I wanted you to feel good, so healthcare. I wanted you to eat right. I wanted you to work out. I wanted you to not just come in here because you were seeing this doctor because you were sick. We wanted you to have information that when you left, you could live a different lifestyle so that you didn't have to. I didn't want to see patients again. I wanted to be able to say goodbye and know that you were leaving having a different quality of life based on the information that you learned. And as I moved from that career and then help listening to you guys saying, you don't have to be in that one space. It just, those kind of things catapult me to where I am today. And I'm looking at all of us. We look totally different. We're from different places around this world and we have different pieces of information. But the one thing that we have is we want to empower, inspire. And that's, is what make me feel makes me feel so good that I know that each day when I meet someone new, because you guys are all new to me. I don't, you guys don't know me. I don't know you, but now we know each other and we have information to give out, right? By the way, hi, Delilah. Um, we have this information and it's just, I'm smiling like this, not because I'm on here trying to smile. I'm smiling because on the inside, I'm grateful. I'm grateful that we're in a space, this is a time right now for women to just, not knock each other down. You have all of these um, these horrible reality shows that denigrate us as women. And it's actually really sad that we can have those platforms and not use them for good. So I'm not gonna mention those shows, but I, I will say those platforms should be used in a completely different way to where we're uplifting. We're, we're in careers that 50 years ago, 60 years ago, 70 years ago, we had to fight to have. Now we can do whatever the heck we want to do while still being married, still being moms, girlfriends, daughters to people. Some of us have, you know, I have an older mom. She's still doing her thing, but one day I'm going to be a nurse to my mom, you know, but I can do that because this thing is working right and I have my mind on right and I have my health and things like that and I have information, I have women around me to uplift me when I'm not feeling the greatest to help her, you know? So I love this space. I, lo I absolutely love this space and I love what you said, Vanita. Thank you. Um, I totally agree. I mean, I, I love what you've said as well because uh, we do recognize as, as I've got my children to look after, my parents are in India, uh, my children are here. So a lot of times when I go into work and people say, well, who have you got? You know, something wants to happen to you. And I said, well, actually not, no one. And I, in fact, I went to with the doctors day before or yesterday and they, they said next of kin and I didn't know what to feel because I was like, well, I'm in London and you know, what should I be feeling? Because they're not going to be phoning India if something happens to me. So yeah, you, I do realize and I think your, your mom is very lucky to have you. I love my mom. Um, my mom is from Jamaica, so as she got older, I think she wanted to go back to Jamaica, but my husband and I sprung this surprise baby on her. So like, well, nope, nope, nope. We moved from California, so we need you here in Texas. So my mom is down the street. So when I'm traveling, 
I know my baby is getting his Jamaican food and he's listening to his Jamaican music. And I can tell he's having an influence from her because when he gets a little upset, I hear certain things that I know only my mom or my family members or somebody from Jamaica, old school Jamaica will say. And I'm like, oh, Lord, here we go. But it makes me feel good because I know I have one that um, my oldest is going back to college. She's at Drexel University. So we take her back next week. And inside, I'm dying because this is our second year. But I've done all I could do. My husband and I have done all. We've given her every resource, mentally, spiritually, financially. Need a little help with that. But we, we've given her everything we could possibly, you know, give this kid. And it's time to go. I'm like, sore, baby. Sore. Just, that's all we can do at this point. So I'm, I'm grateful. I'm, I'm in a grateful, grateful, grateful space right now. All right, well, we are gonna talk to Delilah and then we're gonna get back on that after. But Delilah, I thought was washed away by a hurricane because she's coming to us from North Carolina, but she made it and she's here. So Delilah, tell us about yourself, your business and what makes you authentic, ma'am. <laughs> hey everybody, my name is Delilah Cordova and I am, oh, I, my business is called Omnipresence Studios. Um, basically, I am an international marketing expert. Hashtag visibility creator <laughs> for all those who want to become visible online. Um, and the second question, I don't know, it gave me a lot of questions. Lila doesn't function that well. <laughs> multiple questions at one time. <laughs> but my goal and my mission is to assist as many people as I can to grow their online platform to, um, you know, I my main niche audience is authors. For anybody who knows me, I work with authors, but I also, you know, want to be able to incorporate many other entrepreneurs and helping them to use my platform to get their message out there and to um, build their platform so that they can be equivalent to mine. You know what I mean? Um, so I want to create an effective change in the way that entrepreneurs and authors um, that that have ah. <laughs> you gave me too many things. I'm thinking about trying what question it was, <laughs> but I want to create an effective change for the way authors are supported for their marketing efforts. And I envision my business as a great resource to authors and entrepreneurs to gain visibility online through our tactics, influencer networks, especially for women, um, you know, who don't really get that big voice, but I want to be a place of empowerment for knowledge and how to do this and how to make it all work for them. Um, cause marketing is really, um, you know, important, especially if in the online space, because if you don't have your business online and you're still struggling to market online, your visibility is not going to be there and your you know business might not make it. <laughs> and you're doing perfect because what you're saying is different than marketing itself because you're talking about visibility. So you're not just saying, you know, you're not just spamming and plastering everywhere. Hey, 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 I'm a marketer. I'm a marketer. You're saying, let me give you information to empower you to be able to understand why this is important how I can help you and what it is that I can do for the longevity of your business. Because what you're saying is visibility versus making a social media graphic and plastering it everywhere. There is a big difference. So when I was asking you all those questions, you're answering them right. Like you're saying <laughs> what, what makes you different because I have not heard anybody else say, let me help you with your visibility. 
So right. can you just elaborate on what that means? Because I said it with the unmarketing terms, but can you tell, tell you know, women who are starting a business or thinking of starting a business or even struggling in their business? Because for me, it took six months to build my social media presence and my visibility. And, and there are certain things that you can do that will grow it organically, you know, for people who don't know. So can you tell people what that means and how you help in those kind of manners? Right. So basically the best way that I can help anybody is by sitting down and having a consultation and, you know, going over your business. Cause every business is different. Um, I, you know, like, um, what's her, the lady with the book over there, if her book is different from my, from my book, everybody's, um, you know, journey or adventure that they're trying to build up is different. So the best way for anybody to get help is to sit down and have a consultation, um, you know, to, as to what their goals are for their business. Um, and I don't want to be about strictly providing services. At the end of the day, it's about the knowledge. It's about giving people the information that they need to get out there and do it. Because, um, you know, six, because the truth is, you know, 95% of online marketing is relationship building. And you have to be the forefront of your marketing efforts. And, you know, it's just all about having that ultimate omnipresence plan of how you're going to do that, you know? Um, and that's the best way I can do help people, you know, create a con editorial content, tell them exactly how they should be manipulating Facebook and using Facebook lives to um, spread their message, how many times a day they need to do this, um, how to reach their best audience, you know, organically, <laughs> because we can't put our money into all these social media platforms and then expect them to, you know, be nice, play nice with us. And that's what we've seen the last, you know, what, six months since Facebook got hit. Like everybody's uh, business pages are down. Everybody's, you know what I mean? Everybody's struggling now because, it, you know, a lot of people put their eggs all in one basket with Facebook and, and, you know, they're not, at the end of the day, social media is not our friends. They are tools for us to use for, as a platform for our business. Um, so, yeah, <laughs> I think that's how, you know, I can best help people is to provide that knowledge because if you're online and you have a business, you got to be the, the, the forefront of your company. You got to be the one proactive in marketing yourself. You, you know, cause you can hand off everything to a marketer and, you know, think that it's going to go well. Uh, but in most cases, you still have to be in there um, fighting for what you're trying to do, you know? So. Absolutely <laughs> correct. Um, Stephanie, Benita, do you guys have anything to add or ask? I think I would probably add like, Delilah said she's uh, Am I the only one having an issue with hearing people? <laughs> no, I'm not able to hear Stephanie. Stephanie's screen is frozen again. Okay. Am I frozen? <laughs> Am I back? Am I frozen? You're back now. Okay. Well, I was saying, I don't know where I got cut off, but I was saying, I was listening to Delilah and she was talking about her market, our um, authors. But then I said, wait a minute, that wouldn't be me. And then I said, wait a minute, I'm about to be an author. So I'm going to uh, Miss Delilah. So <laughs> I need, mm -hmm. I need help. I like being the behind the scenes person, getting people to go forward. but now I'm forced in a space where I need to be in front and behind. So I have information that needs to go between some pages, you know, between some covers. So I need you. 
piece of help. So this right. Is, well, you know, um, my basic, you know, what why my book launches are so successful is because I use something I call social prospecting. Okay. And with my social prospecting method, the whole goal is to reach out and build relationships with as many people as you can using the online platform without selling to them. Because you gotta build up that know, like, and trust factor with right. your uh, potential readers. Especially if you're a new author and you know, nine times out of 10 people don't know what, what you're about or what you're doing, but you know, you have to reach out and do a social prospecting method if you're gonna be on social media and using those platforms. Right. Um, and then on top of that, authors have to grasp that you know, you got to also do a lot of things like what we're doing right now, podcasts. Um, to me, I call this audience sharing, right? Because I'm coming on your platform. You're coming on my platform. I'm sharing my audience with you and you're sharing your audience with me. So that way we're both gaining visibility and numbers, you know? Um, right. So there's many, many different tactics that you have to use, especially um, have you started marketing your book now? Or no, I'm still writing. <laughs> I'm still it writing. doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. See doesn't where matter. I need help? See people? <laughs> you, if, you have a, if you have a book, even like at the conceptualization of your book, start talking about it. Start talking about your goals. Start talking about what you're envisioning because the more people you can get to participate in your book, it's okay. People will be like, oh yeah, well, I remember when she was first, you know what I mean? People want to be involved. People want to uh, see you grow. You know what I mean? Right. So start, start telling people that, hey, I have this awesome book idea. Um, start joining Facebook you know, groups and LinkedIn groups. Um, wherever your target niche or target market might be for your book, that's where you yeah. need to be talking about it. You know, going live saying, oh, well, I'm working on my book today and I wrote X amount of pages on this, this, and that. How do you guys feel about this? What do you guys think? Okay, I can do that. That I can do. Okay. Mm -hmm. So, All right. yeah, you got to find your voice. You got to find your voice now and you got to find, you know, your interested, um, <laughs> we got to, you got to find your interested audience. And then, you know, um, what genre are you going to write in? This is about style, fashion, beauty. Oh, good. <laughs> so <laughs> your, um, the, your best, your two best platforms, mama is going to be Instagram and YouTube. <laughs> Love Instagram. Live on it. Yes. So the best way for you to get your message out for your book on those two platforms is by connecting with influencers on Instagram. Influencers and, um, you know, different podcast shows or not, not even podcast shows, but um, those YouTube, um, all of those spaces, Yes, all those spaces, you need to connect with them. You need to make, you know, good friends with them because they're, if, especially if they have really good sponsorships, if you're watching them and they have, you know, they're getting stuff sent to them they they have, you know, great views. You need to contact with the connect with them and you like come up with some type of deal. Be like, Hey, I have a book in the fashion industry. I think your audience would love to hear about it. Um, use it's called influencer marketing, but use it that way. Um, social prospect, <laughs> social prospecting, um, is another way. Um, that's my method. That's what I do for, you know, I teach my clients how to, you know, use social media, media to prospect, you know, um, 
And then, you know, as far as like fashion goes, is thinking outside of that box, right? Always. Thinking outside of that box. Because like I said, you don't want to be stuck on one platform. You don't want to be stuck on just the Facebook platform. You want to be stuck on just the Instagram platform because you never know they can take all that stuff from you in one day. You know what I mean? They can shut your account down. They can do whatever. Think outside the box, you guys. And if right. you guys, um, if you don't have your own website, you know, uh, for everybody in general, because I see this happening a lot, uh, especially in the author world, they think that they don't need their own website. But the thing is, if you don't have your own website, you don't own your own little piece of the internet. Okay. And at the end of the day, you want to be able to own your own little piece of the internet because if, you know, Facebook owns its piece and it controls its piece, but if you yes. have your own, nobody can take that from you. Okay. So. Got it. Thank you, Delilah. See, I would have known that if I didn't come on here. See, you see how we all work together. And so I've told each of you and for any business uh, women listening, I have a group called CEO of She on Facebook. And what it is, is it is a smaller version of the other business women groups. But within it, you will be featured on my website because I am creating a business directory of women in business on my website. So not only are you going to be featured on, on the podcast, but also my website within the group, you can share your information so that you can work with women like Delilah, who you've now talked to. Right. And what I'm developing is a group of women that I have connected with that you can trust, know what they're talking about, and it's going to bring you value. Because in this world of being an entrepreneur, anybody can start a business and anybody can sell you a service. But too many people are being taken advantage of. And I'm that person that just wants to bring it all together because we need to save time. You know, we spend so many hours researching the things that we need or learning how to do them because we can't afford to outsource. So I want to bring that all together. So when I'm telling you guys to come on CEO of She, it is a plethora of information that I'm actually, you know, I'm sitting here communicating with 200 women, you know, and everybody doesn't have the opportunity to do that. But what I'm saying to the world is, guess what? I'm getting the information for you. All you have to do is come and get it from me. And right. so for me, right. I've been a case manager and a therapist for 20 years, and I've tried to figure out how to help women. Well, guess what? I'm in business now. So now women in business is my new community. So this is a way for us to save time, but also advance each other together. And that's so important because everything that Delilah said, I learned the hard way, you know, and it was trying to figure out who to trust, who to listen to, because you have some people also who are trying to keep you on this scale when you're trying to get to this scale. You know, yeah, true. and it's different. The information that you need and the strategies that you use are different depending on what your market is, where you live and where you're trying to go. Because some people are comfortable in MLMs and DS companies and some people are trying to create empires. And I don't know about y'all, but I'm shooting for an empire. You and so, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? so it's different. And just like she said, you know, being an author and knowing your voice and Stephanie, uh, your voice is strong as I don't know. So I'm looking forward to the book because I don't want to hear, oh, I didn't think I needed to because homegirl, you got a story and I want to hear it. So, you know, okay. it's, it's that thing of, you know, trying to get people to understand that they have so much value and no matter how many of us are doing the same thing, it's still different. Right. It's still different. And it still speaks to each of us differently. You know, um, I'm looking at Vanita who's in London Stephanie, yeah. who's in Texas, 
And Delilah, who is probably need, I'm wishing I could send you some water right now. You know, I know something. <laughs> I, I'm actually uh, inland, so it'll be a category one by the time it reaches me. <laughs> Listen, okay. I just moved out of Florida for the first time in 20 years. Like I went to North Carolina for college and went back to Florida. So when I'm telling you that this is the first time I'm seeing the hurricane stuff and I don't have to care, I'm like, woohoo, I graduated. <laughs> there is a plus in moving to Alabama. But the thing is, and what I was, was getting at is that no matter where we're from or what our walk is, just being on this podcast and a lot of people not understanding why I'm doing what I'm doing, we each give each other something different. And right. no matter what our niche is and no matter where we're from, we can relate in some kind of way and we can learn and grow from each other. Right. So right. that's all I want to say. Ladies, you guys have any closing remarks? Now, I just want to say thank you. Thank you for this platform. Thank you, thank you. Truly appreciate it. I just want to say thank you as well. I think it's brilliant. And just to add to Delilah's point, I didn't actually uh, mention over there, but Delilah, having written my book, I totally see the value that you add because of, and Stephanie as well, if you see like the things that, that when, when you're doing something and you get into the flow of it, you become an expert at what you're doing and you don't want to be bothered with the distraction. Like I just want to write and then I don't want to have to worry about the marketing or if I'm going to go to a TED talk, I don't want right. to have to worry about what I'm going to wear because I, I want someone else to take care of that and tell me Benita, this is what you're wearing. And I'm just like, okay, fine, I will, you know? So it is people you trust and that's what you're saying. You know, it's about people not, you know, pulling each other down but everyone supporting the women each other to to come there and I, I can show you like you know on my instagram i have a few pictures of you know the stand with the with the spices that i'm importing so the with that business that i'm doing i had a massive three-day event at a, a, a huge exhibition in london last week which was about, you know, getting to the supermarkets and getting to the coffee shops to say, can you store my spices? And that entire thing, two days before the show, I just went like a complete nervous wreck because I didn't like the banner that I had. So my family sent me banners, you know, which had the map of India and everything to portray the spices. And I thought the message wasn't standing out. But I went on to the women's, uh, you know, uh, community and I spoke with some of the girls and this one girl, she's amazing at designing and she's all about helping people build their brand, not by mm -hmm. the tool, but the other way, like Stephanie's kind of parallel, but in the sense of, you know, okay, your branding, your banner, your colors and all of that. Mm -hmm. And she, you know, we both collaborated and, you know, she, she designed that for me in hours. Yeah. So to your point, Anika, I mean, I would not have been able to afford that because I'm just a startup, you know, managing that besides the kids and everything. I can't go out to these expensive places and say, oh, you know, I need a designer doing this for me full time. But I was like, right. I need a banner now. So I see the value in women coming together. You know, CEO of She will be a phenomenal place and absolutely happy to, to support, you know, because uh, even yeah. if it's time of your life, you just feel so much better about your day to have supported someone. Um, so I think, you know, it, it is a phenomenal place to be. Thank you so much. Right. I want to add to what she said, you guys, you know, when you're in front of an expert, when you can get the job done faster than what other people will tell you the job can be done, because I'm the same way, like, oh, you need a website. Oh, you need this, this and that. I'm like, okay, what's the time frame? I'm like, we can get it done within three, depends on the person, but we can get it done within three to seven days. That's when you know, you know, an expert. You know, you know, an expert when it's just like, boom, it's done, you know? So, yeah, because somebody told me the other day six weeks, and I was like, I've done my own website and I trained myself 
over weeks and weeks and weeks. And I sat here on Monday, Labor Day for 12 hours and revamped my whole website. I mm -hmm. wasn't an expert when I started, but I was an expert when I was done. But my thing right. is, you know, when you have people, I have, I've actually tried to outsource. I'm at the stage where nobody greater is becoming bigger than me right now. And mm -hmm. so I'm like, okay, I need to outsource. But I was yep. like, this is a, a point too. Most of our businesses come from a problem. And that's how Nobody Greater has been revamped. I was like, forget life coaching. I'm going to be a connector. Because yeah. every time I need right. something, I can't trust the people that I'm asking to fulfill what I need without taking advantage of me. Exactly. And I said, I'm not the only one. I can't be. So guess what? We're going to do something different with this business. Because I'm, I'm committed to coaching, but I can connect with people now. And I can talk and I have a voice and I'm cool with that. But at the end of the day, I'm not okay with people being taken for granted. So I created a community. I changed my website and it's going to be what it's going to be now because this is our world. And if we're not safe in our streets, then we do something about it. Well, if we're not safe in our business, y'all got control now because it's not okay to take advantage of people and especially being vulnerable. A business is just as vulnerable as our children. Like this is our ideas. These are our visions and they are important to us and it is our power. And my power has been taken from me enough in my life and it won't be taken anymore. So in my business, I will be here and you guys can trust that when you come to the site or whatever it is, that you have a safe place to share your vision, to share your vulnerabilities or to share your, your insecurities. And we're going to lift your, each other up because we have to have that. And, and right. my business came from other people believing in me more than I believed in myself. And if you don't have that in your life, you have to get it around you in order to thrive. Right. And, and that's something that's missing in most people's lives. And if I can help in that fashion in any way, then that's what I'm going to devote my time to because it is the Love difference it. between, and I'm a mental health person, but that actually resolves the mental health issue. When you have support and you have unconditional love and you have purpose and you have vision, you don't have that depression and that anxiety anymore. You may get a little bit of anxiety as you start committing to stuff, but it's, it's, it's a good anxiety. You know what I mean? Because you have ambition, you know? And so that's what I'm looking for. And that's what you guys have. And that's what makes us great. And that is our superpower. Um, I love it. When you get ready to wrap up here, I also wanted to extend out to you guys and um, your groups that my interviews, um, I do author interviews on my, um, I have a 20K Facebook page and 6,000 LinkedIn, all that stuff. You know what I mean? So I would love if you guys would want to apply, you can go to marketingandcoffee.com and um, come on my platform with me and reach my audience. So, <laughs> and also share that message to me because each one of you guys' picture is on my website already. I just have not put your info and your, your links. So I will be adding that. I had to get a break from them 12 hours, y'all. But um, I will be adding the links later. <laughs> I was like, I need some time off this screen. But um, I will be adding your links and your information on my website as well. So I just okay. want to thank you guys for trusting me for being a part of my journey. You know, this, this would not happen without women like you and you guys inspire me to keep doing what I'm doing. So thank you for what you do. Thank you for being a part of my life and my journey. And I look forward to knowing you guys better. Did you guys freeze? All right, guys. Well, I guess this is...
I guess that wraps up your voice, your power. I just want to thank everyone for being here today. And I was concerned about the hurricane and then my power went out. So I know the podcast ended abruptly, but I just want to thank every woman that was here today. And I want every woman that has struggled with their style or their purpose or trying to understand what it is that you need to bring to the table to reach out to someone or feel free to come to my website, nobodygreaterincinc.com. I really want people to understand that there's someone out there that can speak to you, that can guide you, that can help you because we've all been there and we are now walking our purpose and we're walking it together and you can be a part of that too. So feel free to um, go to my website and tune in, continue to tune in because guess what? We got another podcast coming on Thursday. And I will be extending an offer to every woman that you heard today to be interviewed with me solo so that you can hear more of their story and what it is that they do. So have a blessed day. Be powerful. Until next time, thank you for tuning into Your Voice, Your Power. I'm Anika. Have a good one.